Welcome back to the It's Just Sport podcast paper review. I'm Joanna Reardon. I'm Eve Tallon. Welcome to the podcast. We have some uh, good news on sport that we are bringing you this week. Um, we had an action-packed uh, weekend of athletics. The 149th Irish Nationals took place in Santry over the weekend. It was an exciting few days of action with some of Ireland's best competing and also some important qualification uh, points up for grabs. It seems right to start with Phil Healy, who picked up two more national titles to take her gold medal haul to 14 in total, which is absolutely insane and uh, well done to Phil. Healy claimed her first title for the weekend in 400 metres, where she showed her class to comfortably storm to victory in a time of 52-33. Kilkenny's Cleena Manning took silver while Catherine McManus claimed bronze. Um, it was the 200 metres that everybody was hoping for as Phil Healy and Rashida Adelecki went head-to-head. Both athletes have held the 200-meter national record over the past year, and it was certainly a race that didn't disappoint. Adelecki took the lead on the bend, but Healy clawed her way back, and while Adelecki made a push for the final few meters, it was Healy who spectacularly crossed the line first. It would have been a new national record, but it was an illegal wind speed of 2.1 kilometers per hour. Healy ran 22.83, with Adelecki just behind her in 22.84. It was really exciting. The competition between the two will definitely drive everybody forward, over the next couple of months and years and it'd be really exciting um, as we just watch the, the Irish sprinting unfold. Adelecki did claim gold in the 100 metres and is threatening the Irish senior record as she ran a PB of 11.29, which was also a championship record. Healy's all-time record of 11.28 looks set to be broken at some point soon as Carlo Molly Scott took second place at 11.46 and Aoife Lynch in third with a time of 11.69. So we have Three young sprinters uh, hot on Healy's heels at the moment. It was one of the most stacked 800 metres uh, in memory and Olympic qualification was on the line. It was no surprise to see the athletes competing for a place in Tokyo uh, to basically have a blanket finish uh, with many of them clocking 203. Louise Shanahan won the title with the late race in the final stretch while she for Claire Butner just on her tail and Georgie Hardigan running out of steam crossing over for bronze. It was a really tight race, uh, you know, with the girls uh, have obviously from the indoor season been, been really running fast times. So we'll see what happens with the Olympic uh, qualification uh, later. Today. Elsewhere in the 1500 metres, it was Sarah Healy who brilliantly claimed gold. And it looks like very likely that she'll have secured her place for Team Ireland at this Olympic Games. With the Olympic qualification deadline today, we'll get a clearer picture of who qualifies and who doesn't. It looks like Sarah Healy and Sarah Lavin have done enough. And it remains to be seen whether any of the 800 metre runners, which includes Louise Shanahan, Georgie Hardigan and Chief Claire Butner, will have done enough. Uh, Eilish Flanagan are, is also knocking on the door as well. In other athletic news, 12-year-old Emer McKee from Belfast has broken her own 5k record once again, shaving a whopping 13 seconds off this time. Emer set a new world record by running 5k in 16.27 at Lisburn Festival for running at the weekend. She previously broke headlines in April when she ran the same distance in a time of 16.40. Really, really amazing stuff from this young girl and it definitely won't be the last of her success. Uh, she's up there, you know, with some of the quickest times Ireland has ever seen. So uh, really excited to see what's uh, to come of Ema McKee. Yeah, it was an incredibly exciting um, weekend over in athletics. It was thrilling. I watched the 200 metres and I literally leapt off my seat um, <laughs> as if I was participating in it. Um, I think it's just incredible. Um, 
Let's see the competition. It's only good news, as you were saying, um, for future Olympic uh, hopefuls. I suppose moving on with Olympics um, in golf, which is a bit unrelated, but Leona Maguire secured her best ever finish at a major as she placed 15th in the Women's PGA Tournament. She finished in a tie, as I said, for 15th at the tournament in what was her sixth top 20 finish in 11 tournaments this season. Her consistent run of results will likely see her break into the top 50 um, in the world ranking which is incredible for her it really has been an exceptional few weeks of golf for leona after battling with some of the best women um in the world olympic qualification closed on the 28th so we're just going to have to wait and see um to see what happens um uh, it was incredibly uh, a ridiculous uh, game of uh, golf i don't know if you were i was watching it because i'm a golf nerd as you know um and like nelly is just on fire the american golfer who won she's 21 her first major and at one stage, her combined score of the weekend was 146 under. Like, it was the most incredible golfing I've ever seen in my life. Um, so, yeah, Leota, she's mixing with the best. Um, it's good to see her on top in top 20 finishes consistently. And knowing how competitive she is, she knows in her, in her mind that that's where she wants to be. And she'll probably get there at some stage. Over at LGFA News, I think Neve likes trolling me, getting me to read LGFA News when Cork are on the losing side. But Dublin, uh, congratulations to Dublin as they claim their second ever Little National Football League title. Um, they played Cork in Croke Park on Saturday. Former Irish Rugby International Hannah Tyrrell, along with Captain Sinead O'Hearn, were key to the dub success, scoring seven uh, points in five. Uh, respectively. Cork um, put up a fight and were obviously impressive in large parts. Um, Libby Coppinger scored with just 10 minutes on the clock but it was short-lived as Neve Heatherton fired into the net just five minutes later which gave Dublin a four-point lead at half-time. Um, Orla Finn single-handedly tried to claw back Cork back into the game. Um, she uh, was scoring an impressive few points uh, from uh, very impressive free kicks but the firepower from Dublin showed with Carla Rowe coming off the bench and doing uh, what she does best. She scored a goal at around the 15th minute mark which ultimately secured victory for Dublin in Croke Park. I told you Hannah Tyrrell was going to be a thorn in their side. <laughs> uh, we had this discussion last week. Um, obviously, I made my little joke. Maybe maybe they put it on the old dressing room as fuel nave. Maybe it backfired against me. Who knows? Uh, but no, it was great. Uh, you know, obviously, from a dome perspective, good to see them win. Um, obviously, from a Cork perspective, uh, a bit disappointing. Um, but their first half goal was an incredible goal. I mean, I saw Joe.ie uh wondering was it uh Cara Finn uh, men's football that we were watching there at one stage but alas fancy football doesn't get you nowhere if you're not shoring up your defense and you're scoring leaking in goals uh late on in the game but congratulations to Dublin um not true gritted teeth because they are an amazing team in fairness and they do deserve the success that's coming to them at the moment absolutely I know it's it's obviously brilliant to have had so many games and everybody's looking forward for the the championship uh coming soon too as well um, over in swimming, uh, Danielle Hill has secured her spot for the Tokyo Olympics. So she was working towards this, we know, like at Olympic trials, like she was really, really trying. She was getting so close, but just not quite making it. And she's after achieving the Olympic standard uh, time uh, in the National Aquatic Centre. Uh, she wrote her own Irish senior record to clock one minute uh, 0.18. So that's 60 seconds, 0.18. In the 100 meter backstroke, the Olympic consideration time is 60.25. She was very emotional at the end uh, after coming so close just a couple of months ago. Uh, and it was really like relief and joy. That was that was very clear to see. She is now the holder of the 50 and 100 meter uh, backstroke uh, record, as well as 50 and 100 freestyle record. Uh, it's it's amazing for her to um, you know come and actually secure this qualification as well. Um, Ellen Walsh set a new Irish record in the 200 metres individual medley. She swam 
02, which is also under the FINA A standard, which means she's eligible to go to the Olympic Games as well. Uh, she's un- we'll find out today whether she will actually be sent because Swim Ireland's policy required her to be within 1.5% of the FINA A standard last April, which she wasn't, so they're considering the case. Uh, personally, I think like, she absolutely should, should be sent. She's made the standard. It's been a very, very unusual year. Um, Ellen Walsh, I think on two occasions at Olympic trials, had to swim by herself. I was going to say, uh, she's swimming by herself. That's tough. It's really yeah, tough. So it's, it's um, you know, in, in those, in the Olympic trials when she was by herself, like it's it, it's rough. And the fact that she's, you know, after making this, this standard after such a bizarre 18 months, like standard. Yeah, she deserves it. She's been working. She's been working so hard. We can get in a bit tra- of plane. <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh, come on, like the, the hockey team are bringing home Annie and rugby sevens will have loads. Like there's other teams going. Do you know what I mean? I know, but that's what I'm saying we can just get a bigger plane. It's fine. <laughs> um, we went to Japan on a big plane. It was cool. <laughs> in triathlon, Erin McConnell has won two uh, medals on her first elite triathlon debut for Ireland. She was competing in Austria at this year's European Triathlon Championships. She placed second in the women's under 23 and third in the uh, elite women's category, earning a silver and bronze medal for her effort. So she's thrilled. She said it was, um, you know, a, a really um, amazing achievement and, and, and she's absolutely delighted with, with her results. Yeah, um, really good news. Uh, delighted for Danielle Hill. I suppose I was there in April and I saw her come uber close um every single time and i saw firsthand i suppose what it meant to her obviously you would know her a little bit better than i would um but yeah no i'm obviously delighted for her and delighted she gets to over she put a lot of hard work effort and um i'd say a lot of tears were shed along the way to to get there so fair play to her um hopefully as you said ellen watch will get to go with her and um yeah congratulations to erin mcconnell um over in soccer news the women's national league was back after its mid-season uh break treaty united and at lone drew two all wexford youths got a 3-1 victory over uh dlr um bows drew one all with galway and shelburne won one nil over cork city which means they are now level on points with Piedmont. The under-17 league also got underway, an exciting start for many teams as it was the first team at that level. If you are totally not doing anything, which I know you are because we're still in half a lockdown, you better check out Alyssa Mazzola's Wonder Strike for Cork City. It is all over the Her Sport uh, channels. It's an absolute incredible goal. No doubt, um, I don't know, Ballon d'Or, Puskas, whatever award should be uh, knocking her way um, because that was a sensational strike um, to say the least. In transfer news, Ireland defender Megan Campbell has signed for Liverpool after five years at Man City. She joins Leanne Kiernan and Nia Fahey at the club. It's obviously great to see an Irish trio at, at Liverpool and they will hope they can get the side uh, promotion back into the Super League where Liverpool and the likes of other big clubs um, belong. So uh, I'm going to echo Tegan Ruddy's statement and uh, show my bias and be like, hmm. You always walk alone. <laughs> but I want to wish the girls all the best anyways because, uh, you know, they do deserve um, success. Support your own. Liverpool. Uh-huh. Support your own. Support your own. I will, like, like you know, like, divide From myself the, to three yeah. players only at Liverpool. Like, the rest of like, whatever. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Look, we'll we'll no, allow that. to do that. No, yeah, it's good to see the girls. It's good to see them go over. It's good to see them get a chance. Um, and I suppose the good thing with the situation at Liverpool at the moment is that they will get game time, which is definitely what they need. And that's only good news for the Irish national squad. And if Liverpool do manage to go up, um, then it's only competitive, more competitive games for them. And that's good to see as well. 
yeah, yeah. And and I bet Tegan didn't expect you to be taking the mic out of her. <laughs> I just thought it was like one of the funniest. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen, like Tegan, in my life. Tegan's been mentioned. Tegan must be mentioned on the podcast for the last four weeks on the trash. Tegan, airtime. Tegan, I'll I'll send you my address for that paycheck. You know, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting your I'm getting your followers up. I'm doing my best. No, it was like the funniest line. I actually I I never laughed so hard in my life. At the same time, I was also like two. What's what I'm looking for? I was like, hmm, let's not like send a laughing face back to her because she'd be like, why are you in my private joke, you freak? <laughs> anyway, so over to softball. Softball Ireland have arranged some free softball training for girls wishing to try out softball. Uh, they are on Wednesday, 30th of June at 6.45 in Marley Park. Saturday, 10th of July at noon in Marley Park. Saturday, 17th of July at 3pm in Ashburn Baseball Stadium. Wednesday, 28th of July, time to be clarified at Baseball Ireland Strike Zone facility, which is in Pincus. Uh, so if anybody's interested in trying it, I def- definitely head down. Um, they've been building the team over the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, if you, if you, you know, if you want to try something, you go for it. Could um, you do it, Dave? Could you do it? Softball. I'm not sure my coordination is good enough, but I'm not against trying. Can I sign you up for it? You like, sign. I always sign you up for every yeah, sport I mean, for it, like we friend. interact with. What day can we go? We will confirm if we can. I'll be vaccinated. I'll go with you for moral support. Deadly. It's gonna be class. I'm gonna even go full American. I'm gonna go full American and go, you know, take my coordination's not great. (laughs) 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 All right. Um for the first time in history, Chelsea Football Club women's team have sold out all their tickets for the 2021-2022 season. Uh tickets were on sale for about two weeks, but they are completely gone as fans are eager to see the reigning Super League champions in action. Uh, with ticket sales increasing and the Sky Sports broadcast deal, women's soccer in England will get a massive amount of exposure next season and hopefully this will continue across the globe. So to all the people that, you know, we have heard say, oh, nobody cares about women's sport, people aren't interested, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't look like you're right. Listen, I mean, I to be honest, actually, I was actually surprised because I know that some clubs have done an initiative where if you get a men's season ticket, you're like thrown into the women's side. Just because mm-hmm. I know a friend of mine goes to the women's games now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I that's what I thought was actually going on all along. But it's great to see that Chelsea women's team are standing alone and actually selling out their season tickets, um, you know, as reigning champions, as Champions League finalists. You know, Emma Hayes is building such an incredible squad. They've got um, Pernilla Harder, um, you know, uh, Ballon d'Or, uh, women's Ballon d'Or winner, women's the best winner. Um, I think she's current uh, player of the year in Europe as well. Um, you know, they've got an incredible uh, side. So why wouldn't you want to go see them? I think if yeah, you're interested yeah. in football, um, this would be kind of, you know, the bright setting and place for you for the time being. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's incredible good to see i think uh i know emma hayes was on commentary last night for the spanish game um and i know anya garman and karen duggan have been doing the analysis here on rte and i've noticed that every time they open their mouth and speak correct stuff i might add it's not like they're spouting nonsense like i've heard some people on certain channels uh spout before I'm not talking about Raikeen because obviously he's cork's greatest person of all time um but <laughs> uh, 
No, I just, I get, it really frustrates me. You know, a girl, uh, she used to work in the Irish Times, she tweeted basically how uh, great it was here to hear Lisa Fallon on RT commentary and the amount of backlash she got. And she was like, I literally tweeted about Damien Duff and I got no response. Um, it's just insane that men still to this day feel threatened about women doing an incredibly good job at something that they're supposed to do. Like, it just actually blows my mind. Sorry, that's just a rant I had to get off my chest because it really did annoy me. Um, but no, it's great to see, obviously, Chelsea uh, women um, do what they're doing best. I know Arsenal have a new manager, so hopefully they'll get back to being competitive. I think they've launched an entire new uh, revamp of their women's side where they have an expanded medical backroom team. They get access to a nutritionist. They're hoping to build a new facility for them for their training. Part of me is like, mm, the men's one is big enough. You can just ship them in there. Like, it's fine. You know, like, let's not be aggressive. But I think the argument there is contracts and stuff that they've signed with other grounds. Um, but yeah, no, great to see um, Chelsea women's and hopefully they will be <laughs> on the up. Hopefully they will not be beating Barcelona in the Champions League final, but I do wish them all the best. I'm a huge yeah. Emma Hayes fan anyway. I think we should ambush her after the Euros to come on the pot. I think we should, <laughs> just as an aside. Same for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think, uh, look, but women's football and, and sport in general, it looks like it's, it's definitely heading in the right direction. Obviously, we're doing a lot of work to do that. So, um, you know, we've mentioned this before. There's a huge percentage of you that are watching this that don't subscribe to us. So, uh, hit that subscribe button and um, I mean you'll be entered into a draw to win 500 euros so I don't see why you wouldn't and you get to keep up the latest news as well as uh, check out some of the latest podcasts that we've done um, and Sherlock we'll just give Tegan Ruddy another plug we've done one with her recently we spoke to Eva Casey and Tegan you never walk alone while I'm here while you're just in <laughs> Liverpool you'll never walk alone <laughs> um yeah, so we spoke with Aoife Casey and Margaret Kremen, the women's lightweight double that will be competing in Rio. Uh, so that was a really good interview. Loads of people have checked that out. Um, you know, we've spoken to so many different people before. Um, we have Avon Parsons. Um, we have Olivia Mahaffey. We have loads of people, so definitely check them out. Um, loads of interesting stories. Um, Phil Healy. We spoke with Phil Healy as well. So if you want to find out uh, more about the... 14-time um, Irish national champion, um, head over and, and check out that interview because it was a, it was a really good one. Um, but other than that, uh, it's time to sign off here uh, on the It's Just Board podcast. It's Just Board podcast. I'm looking forward to uh, chatting to you all again next week. Yes, and don't forget to follow us on social at hersport.ie on Twitter and Instagram and at joannawar underscore ox on Twitter and at joannawar on Instagram. Niamh, it's a pleasure as always. I know. I look forward to hopefully seeing you in person again soon. Maybe we can do another in-person podcast. Take um, me out to yeah. the ball game. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. I will chat to you later. And uh, thanks for all the updates and support. Cheerio.